Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Berrigan, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you live more mindfully. Now, I believe that the point of mindfulness is not just about building a strong meditation habit, but it's also about establishing a series of mindful habits that enables us to respond mindfully to what's happening in the world around us and intentionally move us toward our goals. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the five rules of fun. Now let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. I'd like to invite you to take a few deep breaths. Shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this and give yourself this gift of this moment of calm. Relax your shoulders and unclench your jaw and follow your breath in and out. And do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. And finally, tune into your heart and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. Now, before we jump in, I want to talk about the Work-Life Balance Handbook. I created this handbook with my good friend and business partner, Tony uh, Profilio. Now, inside this PDF, uh, we cover the three secrets of achieving work-life balance. We do a deep dive into the seven key areas of focus. There's a self-assessment there for your, uh, we call the wheel of life. And uh, we kind of give you this, uh, this visual overview of over a hundred mindful habits covering each of the seven key areas of focus. If you're interested in getting this resource, head over to worklifehandbook.com. That's W-O-R-K-L-I-F-E-H-A-N-D-B-O-O-K.com to learn more. So this thing called work-life balance. So we've been, uh, but the last uh, maybe about two months or so, we've been going through everything about work-life balance. Uh, we've covered, you know, the three secrets of work-life balance, various roadblocks, and we've been going through the seven areas of work-life balance. We started with mind, we've moved to body, emotions, work, money, relationships, and we're finally moving into the last of the seven areas, fun. Today, we're going to be talking about the five rules of fun. Now, you might be saying, Ron, what's having rules to have more fun? Shouldn't fun be without rules? Well, I want you to imagine, uh, say, playing a game of tennis. You know, So there's no net, uh, but there, there's no lines on the court. And it's just you and somebody else hitting a ball back and forth. Well, pretty soon it would get kind of boring. What makes tennis fun is adding the net and then putting these lines, right? It's the constraints that make the game more fun, right? Now, if you think about, say, any sort of sport, like, say, soccer, uh, you can't use your hands, right? That's what makes it challenging, right? It's the, you know, hockey while you're on skates <laughs> with a stick, right? Uh, there's, there's these rules that you need to follow. And without the rules, you'll quickly lose interest. So that's why we're going to be exploring rules to have fun. Now, the kind of the first rule, uh, and it's just kind of a, kind of a, really kind of a guiding principle, is you know you don't use fun as a distraction. You want use fun, you want to use fun as a way to recharge, right? So you know watching a movie on Netflix is okay, right? So if there's if there's a point you got to recharge, you know that's great. You know you go do that, you kind of de stress. But binge watching an entire season in one day is not <laughs> a good a good use of fun. 
you know, playing video games, like you don't have to banish video games, you know, doing that with friends is great, but playing for more than, you know, more than one hour or, you know, or, um, losing an evening because you're so caught up in, in playing these games and consuming your life. That's not an effective use of fun. Your first guiding principle, don't use fun as a distraction, use it as a way to recharge. The second rule is built in rewards. Kind of taking a look at you know this if you take a look at the other six areas mind body emotions work money relationships how you know ask the question how can you make these more fun right so on the mind right how can you how can you feed your mind right how can you make that fun how can you make learning fun uh, if you look at the area of your body how can you make exercise fun? You know, the way I kind of do that is, you know, I, I listen to podcasts and, you know, audiobooks and, and various courses, the, 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 the audio track. I only listen to those while I'm going on my walk, right? Another way to do, great way to is an accountability partner. You know, so you, you, make, you, make, you make your habits fun, right? Uh, exploring emotions. Um, you know, we do remember that optimal ratio of three to one, three positive emotions for every uh, negative, right? Have fun exploring positive emotions. You know, how, do you, how can you add joy, gratitude, you know, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, love into your various areas, the various activities you're doing? How do you make money fun? Well, you want to spend your money on creating experiences versus buying things. And we've all gone through, you know, we're saving up for something and we buy it and, you know, kind of quickly lose interest. But, you know, spending money on experiences like travel and, uh, you know, vacations or, you know, taking people, you taking your family on experiences is much more rewarding. Uh, work, you know, asking the question, how can you get paid for doing work that you enjoy, right? And, you know, say if you're in a job right now that it's just, you know, it's just not fun. Well, maybe it's a passion project or side hustle that you can start exploring to make it more fun. On the relationship side, do fun things together, right? Maybe you know, start a book club, family game nights, you know, uh, date nights with, uh, with your, your significant other, you know, just enjoying each other's company. Uh, going on the adventures with the kids. That's what I, when the kids were younger, that's what we do. We would go on these various adventures and, you know, it wasn't very complicated, but it was just, we just kind of made it fun. So the third rule, start with curiosity, right? Because curiosity is the pathway to purpose. You know, follow your curiosity because what happens is, is you get curious about stuff. That's when you start cultivating a passion, right? So this is where you get curious and you kind of you push through, you stick with something a little bit, you start getting good to, good at it. And that's where passion kicks in, right? It's, it's not about, you don't wake up and, and go, oh, you know what? I found my purpose or I've, you know, I'm, I've, found my passion is it starts with curiosity you get curious about a few things start getting good at it then you start you start doing it for yourself but then eventually that curiosity pivots to purpose and this is where you start okay the knowledge that you've gained you start sharing it with the world you start helping others you see if you're good on a, you know really good on a sport well you start coaching the sport so you start coaching other people and that's where you really starts leaning into you know finding that purpose of why you're here you know, so start with curiosity. A great exercise is the 100 questions exercise. So what 100 questions do you want to have answered uh, in your lifetime, right? And it's, it's basically an exercise from how to think like Leonardo da Vinci, a uh, great, uh, great little workbook. And it's called the 100 question exercise. Fourth rule is lean into your strengths. 
to discover what your strengths are, you can go to Via Character Strengths or, or do the say the Strengths Finders uh, 2.0 by Gallup. Uh, both of these assessments will give you feedback on what you value. And once you understand what you value and your, your natural talents, you can try to start developing those, leaning in, get curious about those various activities, these things. Both a great place to start, to start exploring uh, areas that you really start enjoying. And then finally, rule number five is choose a passion project. Uh, now, passion projects are getting curious about various things and you're starting to kind of really starting to get good at it and, and you know, you're, you're just trying to stretch your ability. And this is where flow uh, comes into play. Flow is that uh, at that crossroads of where your challenge meets your ability. Right? So look for uh, you know, hobbies and activities where you can experience flow. One of my flow activities is coding. I love coding. It's you know, one of the reasons why I created the Habit app. Is, you know, that was a passion project. I was just kind of you know, exploring you know, this, this idea of one with the machine and the challenge of that and my ability to kind of bring those things together was just flow activities. I just love doing that. Uh, sports are a great flow activities. Or maybe like a hobby, like woodworking. Uh, you know, where you're using your hands or, or um, you're working on engines or anything along like that, things like that. Or perhaps mountain biking, where you're, you're getting into flow as you're, you're working your way down the mountain or running or any of these kind of things where your challenge meets your ability. Uh, find these passion projects, carve out an hour a day, and you know, kind of really lean into it. A couple of things that I do for fun. I love reading fantasy. I love reading fantasy books. Hanging with friends, uh, you know, for example, we had the uh, uh, friends of ours, long-term friends of ours over yesterday. Uh, you know, we all have kids now and the kids are older and we were all, you know, we're just kind of playing games and kind of having fun. And, and I just remember kind of this mindful moment of, man, this was just so cool uh, that we can, you know, the kids actually want to hang out with the adults and we're just kind of having a really cool, uh, cool time together. Another thing we do for fun as a family, we love to travel. Uh, that's been a little difficult in the midst of the COVID, but we're still going. You know, we headed to the cottage. We're heading out camping later, uh, later this month, and hopefully at some point we'll get back to doing our trips to Disney, um, Disney cruises, and, and whatnot. Once again, that's you know spending your money on experiences for yourself and your family uh, is a great way uh, to experience fun. Uh, one of my strengths is a love of learning. I love study, you know, studying these topics like strategy, leadership, mindfulness, personal growth. Uh, right now, I'm reading just about every book that exists on how the brain works and neurobiology and how you we form habits, because uh, that's my current uh, passion project. This everything kind of related to habits. Uh, I'm at this, about, and I'm at this point now where my curiosity about all these things has really kind of fueled my passion, and uh, it's really kind of aligned with with my purpose purpose right now. I have this mission. I want to help the world install 1 million positive habits, right? It's one of the reasons why I built the, 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 the Habit app. It's why I do this podcast. And uh, I'll watch for, uh, in the future, we're going to be uh, doing a habits reboot and basically helping people install positive habits. So, so watch for that in the next coming months. Your homework. Once again, we don't do habits for the sake of habits. We do them to improve our lives. So what's your objective for fun, right? So you take a look at this, you know, how, you know, are, for, when I first asked the question, are you having fun? And if you're not having fun, how do you inject more fun, right? So identify the habits that will move you toward, you know, this thing called fun. Look at the other areas of the wheel of life. How can you build in rewards for all the other things that you're doing? Follow your curiosity and choose a passion project that's kind of aligned with your strengths, leaning to those strengths, and look for those experiences where you can experience you know, more flow, right? Where that challenge and ability meet. 
Step three, pick one area, experiment with a habit. Don't try to improve all habits or install all habits at once. Start small and build up over time. Uh, for more suggestions on uh, fun habits, uh, get the Work-Life Balance Handbook at worklifehandbook.com. If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in uh, future episodes, head over to my website at uh, berrigan.com and submit your questions. I'll also put a link in the show notes where you can download the Work-Life Balance Handbook as well as get my habit tracker. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Mindful Habits Podcast inside your favorite app. I want to personally thank you for tuning in and wish you well on your mindful habits journey. Until next time.